Hello everybody, I'm Austin Nestor sitting here with Andrew Tiu and welcome to the X-Hour podcast. Today we're sitting down with Cooper Blair who's been on a previous episode and our resident in-house movie expert Mason Palmer. Hi guys, I'm Mason. I'm a senior at Central with everybody else on the podcast. <laughs> and, um, uh, and today we're doing a Spider-Man tier list. How this will work is we'll bring up each individual movie chronologically and then we'll put it into a tier list ranging from s to d tier uh and well anything to add before we get started i'm ready to go i'm ready all right spider-man one the original uh personally i think it's a great movie definitely it's in my top three for spider-man movies all time where do you guys put it at I think it's a pretty good movie. I don't think it's aged well in some departments. So just as far as like, I don't know, those, those high school actors uh, who are like middle-aged people. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to be completely honest. I think the best part about that movie was the Green Goblin. Definitely. I agree. Yeah. That was that was a really good setup. So what are we thinking like on a scale of one to five? What would you guys rate it? Uh, yeah. I I put it at an A tier. A tier? I think that's pretty good. Yeah, I'd put it A tier. A tier, not not S yet, not S, but yeah. Are we doing spoilers for? Uh, <laughs> yeah. We yep. No way home, by the way. Yeah. Warning for everybody: this will be a spoiler chat for No Way Home. So if you haven't seen it, just go see it. Uh, Spider Man Two. Who's the villain in that? Doc Ock. Doc Ock. Uh, yeah, that that's a good one. Doc Ock was valid, but I don't know. I'm not huge on Toby. Really? Why? I don't know. He just—he's too weird for me. Like Toby's iconic. I know he's supposed like Peter Parker's supposed to be weird, but like Toby was too—he was too weird as Spider-Man too. Okay, here's the thing though. Spider-Man Two is just the best like Spider-Man story. You know, it doesn't matter who's Spider-Man. It's just—it's yeah. just iconic. I, I did enjoy the movie, though. That's that subway scene. I was talking to uh, Mr. Bucon about this yesterday. That subway scene, like, where they all have to carry him through and, like, they, like, hand him back the mask. That's mm-hmm. that's really good. Mason, what do you think on this? That's that's an S tier for me. That's my favorite Spider-Man movie ever. I think it's got the best villain, best story. Yeah. You like Doc Ock better than Green Goblin? I do. I enjoy Green Goblin more. I <laughs> Especially in the new movie. In the yeah. new movie, I'll give it to the Green Goblin. <laughs> that dude was an animal. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think Willem Dafoe's performance is better than Alfred Molina's. Uh, but I overall like Doc Ock just has like a cooler like suit and everything. Yeah, I mean, he does have tentacles coming out of his. So are we agreeing this is an S tier movie? Yeah, I would put it A or S. So that up here okay we're gonna get a little bit into the weeds here spider-man 3 i wasn't huge on spider-man 3 because like <laughs> venom was cool but it was like and he's iconic but they're just throwing two villains in randomly yeah. that didn't relate to each other at all was just besides not liking Spider-Man, yeah. i guess i mean Sandman didn't even really hate spider-man he just wanted to see his daughter uh, 
I like it because it's a little bit bad. You see where I'm coming from? Yeah, I definitely – I see where you're coming from, and I kind of agree with you, but at the same time, it's it's a little too much going on in one movie. I know the studio and the director had some disagreements, and that's kind of where that came from, but it, it has a lot of problems. You know what I didn't like about that movie? is I thought, like, the whole Bully Maguire was cool, but I didn't understand how he could just, like, change his personality, be just kind of rude, and then all the girls just fall in love with him. I'm like, bro, he still looks the same and yeah. has a stupid haircut. There's, that's like, listen, there's, I don't see how the girls just randomly fall in love with him after that. Those Raimi movies, they're really campy, and they're really cheesy. And I think, like, the Bully Maguire, Emo Maguire, I've heard him called both, he's just... He's just like the pinnacle of campiness right there. Just, I think he was funny, but he was so corny at times, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. That, like, he gave us the, the, such like iconic like moments. So he goes like, you want forgiveness, get religion. And then you for, forget that Eddie Brock shows up to a church and literally asks God to kill Peter Parker. That's where he became Venom. Yeah. In the same like, church. And then, no, what's crazy is how Venom's like a superhero in his movies. Like the, the Venom movies? Yeah. yeah. Isn't he considered more just like the anti-hero almost? Yeah. Anti-villain, whatever it's called. I don't know, but like he fights like on the good side. Yeah. Is the thing. I don't know how like one goes about like defining an anti-hero, but. I have no idea. Venom's I mean, cool, but he was just like not used right in that movie, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I so if you had to pick one villain out of that movie to keep, what are you keeping? Are they like redoing the movie? Because like I think just one Venom, villain. I think Venom's cooler, so I'd say Venom. But they built up Sandman. I think better. I, th- I think movie. you got to keep Sandman. I I'm gonna be a little bit controversial here and go. I think the Harry Osborn like I forgot are, there was. A- uh, yeah. yeah, there was like yeah. three villains just yeah. thrown in. Yeah, that's that where was... it kind of got too much. The the subplot of like him having amnesia leading up to that, that was kind of stupid. But honestly, if they could execute that idea well, I think that'd be a good way to close it out. Then maybe throw in like Sandman there, mm-hmm. ideally. But Mason, I think keeping? Well, what they were originally going for was Sandman to be the main villain in the Green Goblin, Harry's Green Goblin to kind of be like the secondary villain, but the way they kind of did it, they had two main villains and Harry Osborn was the third. So I think they should have kept Sandman and had Harry come in at the end and like redeem himself. But the way it was, it wasn't terrible, but it could have been done better. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. So as far as like S, A, B, C, D tier, what are we thinking here? Honestly, I think Spider-Man 1's got to go down. To B tier? Yeah. Really? Why is I that? So what are you putting Spider-Man 3 in then? Because I Lower can't... than that. Okay, because I was <laughs> going to say, yeah. I can't put Spider-Man 1 and 3 on the same level. Because mm-hmm. there's no way Spider-Man 3's S or A tier. Are we thinking... I honestly would say it's B tier, but a lot of that's just coming out of like the fact that there's so many iconic lines. I get that They're part. It's iconic, but then the movie was just like, it was just sloppy almost. Yeah, well, yeah. it wasn't well organized. I yeah. agree. And then like the scene where like Sandman and um, Venom like come become on the same side, they just like throw a punch, and he's like, "I hate Spider-Man too," mm-hmm. and then they just like 
So are we thinking C or D tier? And we don't want to put anything too low because keep in mind, we still have the Amazing Spider-Man movies left. I like the Amazing Spider-Man yeah. movies. I'm putting Spider-Man 3 in the C tier. I, I can put I'd it in say, C tier. I say C tier. I'm not giving it all the way D because of the iconic moments. But <laughs> yeah. All right. Now uh, we are on to the Amazing Spider-Man 1. And Andrew Garfield has been getting a lot of recognition recently for... I've always liked Andrew Garfield. I like him better than Toby. Really? Yep. I think he's a better actor than Toby by oh, far. Oh, yeah. He's a, definitely a better actor. Well, you kind of have to see what they were going for in those movies, though. I mean, the Raimi films, they were, as I said before, they were, like, campy. They weren't supposed to be, like, realistic. And the thing I don't like about Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man is that he, like... He skateboards to Coldplay. Like, what? He is a skater boy in that one. Yeah. He's think, a little too cool to be Peter Parker. Yeah. yeah I, I thought he looked too cool to be Peter Parker. I don't think he fits the persona at all. He played a really good Spider-Man, though. Yeah. 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 I, I, I think those were the best shot, like, movies. Like, this, like the scenes of those. Oh, absolutely. Like, the camera scenes, those were yeah, the best definitely. shot. One. I think the action... In that, especially, this is going to be really controversial when we get to The Amazing Spider-Man 2, but I thought The Amazing Spider-Man 2 has the best action scenes in any Spider-Man movie, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But the the villain in this, because a Spider-Man movie is only as good as its villains. What do you, what do you guys think about the uh, lizard? I mean, the lizard's iconic, but when you think about his motive, he's just like, basically, I want to turn everyone into lizards. Yeah. Yeah, what that's a little, a little too much. He just, he literally tried to turn everybody in New York City into lizards, and that's not much of a Spider-Man villain to me, as much as Green Goblin or Doc Ock. But I mean, he had a good reason to like do the mutation. I think. Well, not really. Being someone who's also missing a limb, I wouldn't want to turn myself into <laughs> a lizard to get it back. But like your unique take on that. Yeah. It, it just feels like lazy by the story writers. <laughs> Just to like have his motive as I want to turn everybody into lizards. Well, here's here's my thing. I thought it was kind of cool. Like I thought it was kind of cool his motive. He like wanted to grow back limbs for like uh, people who lost him at war, but it didn't do anything original with a Spider-Man villain because what happens in Spider-Man One? Uh, scientist makes alterations which turn him evil. What happens in Spider-Man Two? Doc Ock turns himself evil. And what happens in The Amazing Spider-Man? Guy turns himself evil, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It wasn't really original. So. It's not original, but I'm sure it was kind of hard <clears throat> to just randomly put a scientist turning into a lizard or a guy turning into a lizard. Like Yeah. I guess, like, the Sandman was, like, it was good, but that one was kind of weird, too, because he just, like, fell in a pit and then basically turned into sand at that point. Wait, I have one more thing about the Amazing Spider-Man. I like um, Andrew Garfield and, or basically Peter Parker and Gwen better than I like uh, Toby. You know what? I'll agree with you in that one. Yeah, definitely a better <clears throat> connection between those two. I thought Gwen was cool. Well, she no, was. That cool. was neat. Was. So. And so, what are we thinking on that? Uh, I'd say B or C tier. I would give it A or B tier, but that's really. I liked the Amazing Spider-Man, but I can agree on like B tier. I think B tier is pretty yeah, appropriate. I can agree on B tier. 
All right. Now, the Amazing Spider-Man 2. That's the electric guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was a... I'd say that's S tier, honestly. Really? Yeah. I just watched that movie again last night. I got like most of it finished again. <clears throat> You'd say that's S tier. Yeah. You know what? Like when I was like maybe 13 or like 12, <laughs> I would say that. Why wouldn't but you now? I don't know. It They run through the Harry Osborn plot again. It has the same problem as Spider Man 3. They had to cram all of these villains into it. Yeah. I wish they brought Harry in in the first Amazing Spider-Man and kind of like set him up to be a villain. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he kind of just showed up in this one and they were best friends. But you know, you should, what what was what was his excuse again? Like he was in, in Europe or something, something with his, like his dad or something like sent him away. Yeah, I remember because like his dad was just on like the deathbed. Mm-hmm. Like it was like you see him for the first time. Yeah, and they the really don't like, acknowledge Harry in the first movie, and that was kind of an afterthought. So, but what do we think of uh, Electro's villain? I think he's probably the best villain. Out of all Spider-Man? Well, out of the Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, that's valid. But uh, just putting that in S tier is a pretty bold take because people would universally put it in D, I think. Even though I really liked it. Really? Yeah. This is definitely regarded as the worst Spider-Man movie. Yeah, everyone hates the Amazing (laughs) Spider-Man too. I don't. I like I said I like the Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. See, I like the Amazing Spider-Man two better than I like the Amazing Spider-Man one. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I I do like what they did with Electro and the way they made us like sympathetic for him, because he he was a Spider-Man lover. He was his biggest fan, and then he kind of turned into a villain, mm-hmm. and Spider-Man fought him. So they kind of made us feel bad for him. I kind of like that because it was just kind of the thought of him being like alone. He said he was a nobody. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like cool, but not I mean not cool. It was a no one. Yeah. So what are oh before before we decide to rank it, uh, and then the death scene, Gwen yeah. Stacy. That's actually like so <clears throat> shot. It's shot. It's shot so well. It looks really good. That yeah. elevates the movie like a tear for me since it's just like so iconic i liked it but then i didn't because i liked gwen stacy so it just made me sad to see her die but now the amazing spider-man if they made a third one what would you like see done with that if they just kept it in andrew garfield's story well because that in no way home they said he stopped pulling his punches so he kind of just went crazy after not crazy but he like didn't hold back after gwen died so it'd be cool to see not like a darker spider-man but a spider-man that's like you know, it doesn't show as much mercy as a normal Spider-Man would. Yeah, kind of not balanced out. So what are we thinking here for The Amazing Spider-Man 2? I'd be willing to go to A. All right, so we'll average it out. So let's say A is 4. I'll do the calculations in my head. Out of, fi- out of 5, what would you rank it? At what would you rate it? Uh, like a 3.5 if you count that, or do you want a whole number? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. So we have, uh, okay. Uh, I'd rank it a three. I'm probably putting it at C tier. So that would be a two. Okay. So 12 and a half divided by four. That would put us at C tier. 
Uh, that no, that would p- actually put us at B tier. I, I can put it. I can put it B tier. Uh, I, I like and it. Are we ranking it above the Amazing Spider-Man one? Or what, so, which is better, the Amazing Spider-Man one or two? Mm-hmm. I'd say yeah, yeah, two. Two's in my better. Opinion. Yeah, two, really? in my opinion. I don't know. I think one's better. I like really? one better. Okay, we'll call we'll call it a wash there. All right, All right now. We're going on to the Tom Holland movies. Uh, just give your brief thoughts on like Tom Holland as Spider-Man fan. in general. I'm a big fan. He's a lot of people's favorite Spider-Man right He now. plays both the roles really good, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's a good actor, too, yeah. which makes, it, makes him my favorite Spider-Man. So Spider-Man Homecoming, what are our thoughts on that? I liked Homecoming. Yeah, same here. I, I liked it a lot, yeah. I don't think the Vulture was, like, the greatest Spider-Man villain, but I think he was decent, like, pretty good. I like how they did – Um, wasn't he, like, the dad of his yeah. crush? I yeah. thought that was interesting. Yeah, that twist. I saw. I think I saw that with you, Mason. Yeah. And when that twist came, I was like, whoa. Yeah, I think the Vulture was a good villain to start off Tom's trilogy of movies. Yeah, it was kind of smaller scale, but – so would – I'd say I'd say for me that fall solid A tier. I used to say it was S tier. I'd put it A tier. Yeah, A tier. I can see A tier. A tier. All right. Are we ranking that above the original Raimi Spider-Man though? No. Nah. What do you think? Honestly, it's either one for me. Yeah, because like I think I like Green Goblin, the Green Goblin story a lot better, but like. I just feel like I I like the Tom Holland Spider Man's more because like I'm older now and like back when I like I didn't I haven't watched the original Spider Man's a while. Yeah. Oh I'd personally I'd have to give Homecoming the behind Spider Man one. I'll put Spider Man one behind. Yep. Alright, yeah, that's I think or that's Homecoming fair. behind Spider Man one. Okay, now we're gonna move. Which which came out first, Spider Man into the Spider Verse or I'll Far From Home? Oh, Spider Verse. I think it was a year before. Spider Verse came out in 2018, and Far From Home was 2019. The Spider Verse. Okay, so Spider Verse. I'm I'm gonna be uh, really bold here and go that this might be, with the exception of the Amazing Spider Man two, the best Spider Man movie. I always see people like saying it's like the best Spider-Man, but I don't think it's like I don't think it's the best Spider-Man movie. I think it's a little overrated. I yeah. like the movie, but it, it does get a little too much praise, in my opinion. Like I like how it's a cartoon, but then the same time as the whole cartoon feel like a pig Spider-Man. When I saw that, yeah. I was just like, eh. it kind of takes away from. I honestly I agree. Like, don't agree think you. you can put it in this tier list just because it's like so different from the other Spider-Mans. I mean, yeah, but we are anyways. <laughs> I, I do think they did the multiverse better than No Way Home did. I'll, I'll agree with you on that. That's gonna that's gonna cause some issues in uh, a couple picks, but... Yeah. <laughs> I'll put it S tier, though. I thought it was a good movie. I'll put it S or A tier. I'd, I'd put it S tier, but... I'm I'm hearing the consensus here is that it's a little overrated. I think it's probably an A. Really? Yeah, I'll drop it down to A. 
What would you say? I was going to say like B or C. Really? Really? I did not like it. Why didn't you like, I like it? it? I like Miles Morales. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's a good Spider-Man. It's just like... That's what just racist. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just not a fan of like the cartoon Spider-Man. I mean, I guess I get that. Why, Nesser? Just don't like it. Because he's Miles Morales? No, it's just like... I don't you have like any him. specific reason you don't like Miles Morales? <laughs> no, I like Miles Morales. It's just I don't like the cartoon feel of it. Yeah, they may feel like a comic book. You'll notice, like anytime somebody gets hit, like you'll see, like, pow, yeah. like pop up in the background. Yeah, the mm-hmm. actual. They're movie. making uh, into the Spider Verse too. Yeah, I'm excited for that. So that'll um, be good. I'll put it A tier. I I think it's solid A. All right, we'll, we'll, it, it we'll be taking Nestor's opinions with a grain of salt today. All right. Do we like it better than Homecoming nah, or Spider-Man? Nah, you I think it's, it I think it's behind them. Yeah. All the way. Really? Okay. I respect that. All right. Far from home. We're on to that now. I wasn't a huge fan. Uh, me neither. I don't know. I think, I think it's a fun movie. I don't think it moves its character develop, development much. Like Mysterio, not a great villain in my opinion. I yeah, think, I didn't like Mysterio, but I liked the movie as a whole. But Mysterio was like, yeah, his his kind of an alpha. His yeah. his motivation was that Tony Stark named his stuff Barf, essentially. I don't like how he just docks the child at the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> really, the only significance that like that movie had was the end credit scene. Like, if they put that end credit scene and they just like, hey, by the way, MJ and Peter got together and now everybody knows he's Spider-Man. Like, you could go into Far From Home, like, fine, you know? Yeah. Really doesn't build on it too much. Uh, Mason, what do you think? My favorite thing about this movie was how good it looked. I think it had some of the best action in any Spider-Man movie. But... Definitely not a favorite for me. It's one of the lower tiers. Now, when you say the best action, like, is there any specific scene that you liked? Um, I liked. Um, they had like the elementals, like the water monster and the fire monster. Were like fake. I mean, they yeah. looked really good. Yeah, it did look good. And I like all the action in those, and I like the final battle at the end where Peter's using his spider sense and um, he takes down all the drones. I think that's really cool. I think Tom Holland's trilogy does the best at the whole Spidey Spidey senses or Peter Tingle, whichever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. Especially in No Way Home, I think they implement or implement his senses the best in that movie. Yeah. yeah. I like the buildup of the Peter and MJ relationship in this. Yeah, that was good. That was. She's good. my favorite MJ just because she's really hot. In my opinion. Zendaya. Yeah. Really. Yeah. She's better so, like, than. Uh, well, she's done. yeah, she's. I I agree on that. But like, if you had to take uh, uh, MJ's from the MCU or uh, the Amazing Spider-Man's Gwen Stacy, what are you picking? You can go first, Nestor. While I think <laughs> about my decision. Honestly, I don't. I don't really know. Are we saying on an attractive scale? Or I mean, just like, like character, you can you can go however you want. I, I think, I'd say uh, MJ probably from the MCU. She has like a really different personality. Yeah, like, doesn't have a normal, like obviously they don't have like normal basic personalities, but she has like 
different than what you normally see, and it's similar to Peter's as well, which is yeah cool. Mason, you have any input on that? Yeah, I think I'm taking Zendaya's MJ over Gwen Stacy. I just like their connection with her and Tom better. And, um, yeah, I like Gwen Stacy a lot too, but I think Zendaya takes it. I think it was cool how, like, they didn't start right away with yeah. Zendaya. The way they built like, her with character. MJ. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's just kind of in the background as Michelle. I think that's what they called her in the first movie. She was barely in the first movie. Yeah, she was just, like, his friend in the movie, and then they build that friendship connection. Yeah, she was the that movie relief. and like, yeah. the next movie, and it's just... I know Nestor don't like her. <laughs> <laughs> Nestor just has a bias. So I, I said she was my <laughs> I'm putting... I'm going to put Far From Home. B-tier? That's what I was thinking. I think B-tier is pretty appropriate. Uh, I'm putting B-tier in between those two. I, I'd say the movie's really good, but like... If if we have to go like the whole trilogy, it doesn't have like any effect at all. Like, what do you mean it started? Like, it doesn't develop the character oh. of Spider Man really. Well, it it's kind of the opposite because the plot doesn't go anywhere. It yeah, kind of takes a step backwards. That's but what I mean. You see his development. He we'll develops as a character, him. and they develop their his relationship with like the main love interest too. Yeah, yeah. and so, it sets up the whole next movie. I guess. Yeah, so we'll talk about that literally the next pick, but where are we ranking it? I'd, I'd agree with Cooper. I'm putting it in between the two. It, it's yeah. like the most mid-Spider-Man movie. Yeah, right. absolutely. I think. Now we're going to take a short break to thank our very first sponsor. Now, Nesser and I get a lot of sponsorship offers every day, but we really have to believe in the product and the business itself. So that's why Nesser and I have decided to partner with Hanlon Helmets. Hanlon Helmets is a business run by student, athlete, and entrepreneur, Evan Hanlon. He specializes in designing custom miniature football helmets. I saw one of them myself the other day, and let me just tell you what a quality product he has on his hands. He has all sorts of designs on his Instagram. I personally am a fan of his WVU one called Blue Ridge Mountains, but who also do any team you'd want. They make great gifts, and just because Christmas has passed us doesn't mean you can't think ahead to a birthday or a special event coming up. His DMs are open on Instagram. You can visit his handle, Hanlin Helmets, that's H-A-N-L-I-N, Helmets. Now, back to the show. So, Venom, uh, this list only has the first one, but we'll talk about the second one in a little bit. Uh, I personally would rank it like A. I'd put it up there on A. I liked it. It's just Venom in Spider-Man 3 doesn't really like – he's not really like the same character to where like he was kind of a villain in Spider-Man 3, but mm -hmm. now he's like one, like going against villains. Yeah, he's, he's a little bit of an anti-hero. He's like <sighs> – He still doesn't really like Spider-Man, right? Yeah, he doesn't like Spider-Man, and that's that's an interesting point that we can talk about later. Just like the hive mind, because like somehow Venom and Venom Two knew who Spider-Man was. Did you see Venom Two? They were both cost money to watch, so I didn't. <laughs> I think um in one of the post credits, Venom saw Spider-Man on TV. Mm -hmm. I remember I saw that on like 
TikTok or yeah. something. And he says, I hate that guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think he knows who he is. Like, the this Eddie Brock's Venom. Uh, well, I guess they'd both be Eddie Brock's Venom. But, like, I don't know. Tom, Tom Hardy's Hardy. Venom. It's kind of weird. I think, like, the first Venom was a bad guy because the Eddie Brock he attached to hated Spider-Man wanted to kill him. Uh-huh. And then the new one is kind of like an anti-hero because of Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock. He's like a good guy. He doesn't want to kill anybody. So that's kind of where that difference comes from. Yeah, but I, I like think Venom really has most of the control in like whatever, uh, what's it called, host body he takes. I put it a B. B. The trailer is pretty like, good. It, it's a good movie. I want to watch it. I'll try to see if I can record it today. Just we're thinking low A, high B. Yeah, somewhere in that range. First. Low, I, I'd say it's above. Uh, what do we have last in A? Spider Verse. Yeah. Well, we know how you feel about Miles Morales and this. It's probably not a fan of Venom either. Another. gonna hate it. All right. So, out of the three that have seen it, one on a scale of one to five, what would you rate it? Five. Three. Three. I'd go. Is this your four like, favorite one out of everything on this list? No. Huh. The new Spider-Man is. So I agree with that. Such a good movie. We'll rank that low A. That's just how how the math worked out. Man. Works, so I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I know my ranking for this next movie. I know where it's going. Well, Top we're talking about list. Venom Two. Oh. Did you see Venom Two? I did. How'd you like it? Let there be calm. I loved Woody Harrelson. He was, he was good. I didn't like his sidekick, not for the same yeah. reasons. You don't like his sidekick. <laughs> no. But uh, I think like Woody Harrelson, you wouldn't expect him to be in like a superhero movie. Yeah. But then like here, he's like such a good actor in it. I I agree. I'll agree with you on that. Um, he he plays it really over the top. Like mm-hmm. he lays into that role. Yeah. Was Tom Holland in this movie? No. Why does the cast say Tom oh, Holland? Oh, well, the he's at the very end. Post-credit. They have a picture of him. Oh. That's the scene Mason was talking about. Oh, did you see the end credit scene of uh, Far From Home? Uh, no no Way Home? Yeah. That, that's And Eddie Brock just like vanishes away. And Venom goes, we just got here. Uh, you guys keep talking. I'm going to look at the <laughs> okay. post credit scene from Venom 2. Now, do we like Venom One or Venom Two better? Because I think they're I'd say Venom One similar probably, movies. Yeah, they're I'd, they're about the same, but I'd about say Venom One probably is a bit a bit better. Honestly, if we put Venom One low A tier, I'd say Venom Two is high B. You think that's fair? Yeah, oh, that's fair. But is it above the Amazing Spider-Man though? I'd say so. I, I like the Venom movies. They're just fun. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not out to do anything else except just like be fun. So we'll put Venom at a low B. All right, so our rankings going into the last selection, which is No Way Home, is an S tier. We have Spider-Man 2, an A tier. Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and then Venom. B tier is The Amazing Spider-Man, Far From Home, in Spider-Man 2, and C-tier in last place is The Amazing Spider-Man 3. I mean, 2. Or no, that's Spider-Man C-tier. 3. C-tier, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, no, just, yeah, just Spider-Man 3. My bad. All right, 
So Cooper, you can join in on this. After okay. you're done. <laughs> no way home. Best Spider-Man movie ever. I agree. I'd have to disagree. Um, I think I'm gonna go with T. U. Here. I'd put it behind <laughs> Spider-Man Two, but it's up there. Uh, Spider-Man Two. It's pretty up there. Yeah. What What's your reasoning for it? I think there was just like a lot of plot holes. They didn't really explain. Yeah. Yeah, but they brought every Spider-Man into one movie. Yeah, just yeah, because it's here. Here's what I said. I mean, I agree with you guys, but it was just like iconic to see them all in there. So that's mm-hmm. why I have it so like high. Yeah. I d- I discussed this with also avid Spider-Man fan Dominic Cipriani. I told him bigger does not always equal better. Like in the Avengers movie. There is a reason for all of them come to come together. In this movie, a wizard messes up a spell. And, I mean... I, mean, the, I don't like the idea of the... Like, it was my favorite movie, but for some reason, I just don't like the idea of the multiverse. I, I'll agree with you on that. I like just basic, generic, and then when he was at the end of that movie, I was like, just start begging for Zendaya to know who you are. I just wanted that normal... Well, at that coffee shop scene at the end, when Zendaya recognizes Ned but not Peter, I thought they were going to set it up like Zendaya and Ned are in a relationship now. That's, That's where I God. thought that was going with it. Thank God they didn't. Yeah. Oh, no. I thought that would have been an interesting twist, but I don't know. I, I don't like the idea of Peter's entire life being messed up by a wizard just – Messing up a spell. That's like too big. To I mean, his life was messed up before the movie, too. Yeah. Because of Mysterio. And here's what Mr. Bucon said yesterday. He, he was saying, like, they kind of nailed, like, that Peter Parker's a tragic character in that. And, like, he doesn't always get, like, what he wants. And he has to, like, do the right thing. And I think Aunt May's messaging in this movie, um, just about, like, this, this idea of, like, saving all the villains. I think that's a really cool concept. And it may not have been executed the best, but I really liked it. When I got done watching the movie, I had I was taking Keaton Jones and Aiden Baker home. And Aiden said he didn't like the movie at all because he said it was stupid that he was trying to help the <laughs> villains and just not let them die. But he's never seen a Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to explain to him that's not like mm-hmm. that's not Peter Parker to just let he doesn't really like to kill anyone. So it's not just like you also want to explain your uh, viewing experience that you had? Oh, yeah. I was there with uh, Mason here, and there was this one guy who watched the movie, and every time something funny would happen, he'd repeat it very loudly and <laughs> laugh again. <laughs> and me and Mason laughed a lot throughout the movie. Yeah, that was probably the worst thing about it was those people in the theater that just don't have any movie theater etiquette. Yeah. <laughs> They'd just say, like, I don't know, like, knock, knock, and the guy would be like, Cracking up, he'd be like, knock, knock. <laughs> like, yeah, we get it. It was funny, bro. I saw that with, I saw it like three o'clock showing, first one they had at Marquee with uh, Dom. And we had these um, frat guys next to us, like an entire like row of frat guys, like behind us and to the sides a little bit. And uh, the portal scene in Ned's grandma's kitchen, where and you see like Ned open the portal and initially like you're you're like that's pretty cool mm-hmm. then you see Andrew Garfield walk out of it and I didn't recognize that 
uh, and to and the people next to me were going nuts. And then when he took off the mask, I was like, "Oh, that's why they were cheering." Yeah. And what did you think about those? Uh, what did you think about the uh, interrelationships between the uh, Spider Men? I thought it was pretty cool. Like even Andrew Garfield's Spider Man said at one point, "It's I always wanted brothers, and they kind of seemed like brothers. They had a really good connection between them." Mm-hmm. I could have sat there and watched them like talk. You know how they were like talking, like cracking each other's backs and stuff. Yeah. I could have sat there for two hours and just watched the whole movie of them just like chopping it up. Yeah. I mean, I think the way they brought them all together was, I think, was the best way they could have done it. Mm-hmm. How how like the wizard messed up the spell, so now like all the all the universes just come together. I agree that had to happen for the Spider-Men to be together, but I don't know. My favorite line in this movie is when they're when they're all together, just riffing off each other, and they have uh, a conversation about like the web shooters, and they're like, "So you have to oh, yeah. make your own web fluid. Like, where does it come out? It's like, does it come out of anywhere else?" <laughs> and Tobey Maguire goes like, "So you ever run out?" And they go like, "Yeah, I run out of fluid mid-fight." And and Tobey Maguire's like, "I've had a web block." Like when you said that, something just went off in my head. They're like, "What was it?" And he goes, "Existential." Like calling back to Spider-Man Two. Yeah, that was a good. That 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 might have been the funniest moment in the movie. All right, so where are we ranking it? I'd say S tier. I think it's S tier behind. Yeah, behind Spider-Man. I put it S tier above Spider-Man. I'd personally put it A tier, but the consensus seems to be S tier. I'd say above Spider-Man. I'd say above Spider-Man Two. I I can't consciously do that how about we just put, put it even with spider-man 2 sounds that sounds good since you want to put it lower and you want to put it like below but we both want it above yeah it's good. even with it one thing that i saw like you said you didn't like how they just ended it like that i think they're probably just going to set it up like he meets harry and gwen in college because isn't comically isn't that how it happens he meets gwen and harry sure. in college and they could easily set up Ned as Hobgoblin right there if they wanted to. I don't. I don't want that to happen. I think that's just kind of. I, I don't crazy. think Ned will turn into a villain. I'd rather him like become friends with Ned and MJ again, but I don't think it's gonna happen. Well, they they did set up Ned to use magic, so oh, yeah. I think he's gonna have a role as either like a sidekick or some kind of villain. But and for that to happen, he either has to become friends with MJ and Ned again, or he becomes evil. Well, I think for Ned to become anything like for that magic plot to go anywhere, they have to make him relevant again. And I think it'd be really lazy for them to go like, all right, we had that really bold ending. Like Peter Parker doesn't remember anything. But then like they kind of pull an end game and they like go back on that. It's like, oh, we found a way for MJ and Ned to remember now. I think that'd be lazy. I don't think it'd be they found a way for them to remember. It's just like. Because Peter didn't even try to get them to remember. Yeah. So it could just be like he took time to himself, and now he's like, okay, I'm going to go See, try to get them to remember me now. Just like from scratch? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because like, it's not like they, he didn't even try. He walked into the coffee shop when he was going to say something. was just like, yeah, can I get a coffee? And then left, basically. So it was like. Yeah. So if we had to rank one, two, three. Uh, the uh, each of the Spider-Men with the quality of their movies accounted for. What would, what would you rank them, Cooper? What would I rank all the movies? Like, the Spider-Men. Just, oh, just each the of their Spider-Man. franchises. 
like who I like better out of all three of the Spider-Man. <clears throat> Rank my three Spider-Man. It's like, do you like the Tobey Maguire trilogy the best? Do you like uh, Tom Holland trilogy the best or Garfield's duology? Tom Holland's movies, Tobey's movies, then Andrew's movies. But my favorite Spider-Man go Tom Holland, Andrew, Tobey. I think if Andrew had a third one, then he'd it'd probably be my favorite. Trilogy. I think or that's second fair. favorite trilogy. I think my Spider-Man should go Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire, then Andrew Garfield, just because like Tom Holland and Tobey Maguire fit the character perfectly. But, mm-hmm. like, Andrew Garfield just seems like too cool for Spider-Man. Too cool. And I think if you're gonna be criticized for being too cool, and that's the only complaint, I I'm not feeling bad for Andrew Garfield there. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Mason. Yeah, I'm gonna say almost the same thing as Cooper. I think. Tom's movies, Toby's movies, then Andrew's movies, but Spider like individually, I like Toby, Tom, and then Andrew. Yeah, I'd I can't pick between Toby Maguire and uh Tom Holland's trilogy because it was I don't know, there's just a certain nostalgia with the uh Toby Maguire trilogies. I think most of us have, unless it's Nesser. They had the best villains, but you put those villains in palm series already now. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. They kind of have the best of both worlds there. So, Can't take you know what? I think Tom's trilogy could uh, win that race. Plus, Tom's like getting three more. So. Is he? Have they confirmed that? I'm pretty sure he got renewed to three more movies. jeez. Oh, All right. Yeah. All right. Thanks for coming on, guys. Thanks for having Thanks us. Thanks for having me. All right. If you've made it this far, thank you for listening to the third episode of the X-Hour podcast, the only podcast filmed exclusively during our high school's free period. And if you didn't catch our final rankings, in C-Tier, The Amazing Spider-Man 3, last place. In B-Tier, Spider-Man, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man Far From Home, and The Amazing Spider-Man. A-Tier, Venom. Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse, Homecoming, and then the original Spider-Man 1. And then S-Tier was a tie for first place. There was Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man No Way Home. We would also like to shout out Mr. AJ Bucon, who helped us get this podcast started. We would also like to thank our video media teacher, as well as Marvel mega fan, Mr. Jay Morris, for supporting us.